I don't think you will disagree with me that the heart and soul of the post-earthquake rebuild, especially in the central city, has been delivered by the private sector. Sure, a truckload of money has gone into things like the Tapai Convention Centre and the old Margaret Mayhew Playground, which I can see out the window right now from where we are in town. But if you ask most people, I reckon they will say it's things like Riverside Market and Little High and the Terrace and all the cafes and restaurants that are back up and running in town that have really brought the place back to life. Which is why I hope Christchurch City Council has had their listening ears on yesterday when two of the most prominent developers in Christchurch turned up at Council HQ and gave them what for. Now, the two developers I'm talking about are Philip Carter and Sean Stockman. I'm going to talk to Philip Carter very shortly. His name's synonymous with property and development in Christchurch, and The Crossing is one of his central city developments. Sean Stockman and his company, Stockman Group, are involved in all sorts of things. You know, there's old building in the town where the facades have been saved and new structures built behind them. That's just some of the stuff that Sean Stockman is involved with. So they went to the City Council yesterday and they told councillors that the way the council's running things is enough for them to pull their money out of the central city. They say the council has broken promises that were made to developers after the earthquakes, promises that they say investment decisions were based on. So why are they so upset? Well, let's start at Litchfield Street, which the council wants to make one way between Madras and Manchester with a 10k speed limit. Philip Carter says the council told him explicitly that Litchfield would remain two-way, which was critical for him because Litchfield is what he calls an artery for his car park at the crossing. And so Philip Carter is saying that he's having some real trust issues with the council, which told him one thing and appears to want to do something else altogether. He's also unhappy about the idea of making that stretch of Gloucester Street by Tauranga Central Library and the convention centre one way. I thought that was nut bar too, and thankfully the plug appears to have been pulled on that one, although Councillor Jake McClellan's still flying the flag for that one. Uh, nevertheless, Philip Carter's view is that the council seems intent on driving away people and driving away investment in the city, and he's starting by pulling the plug on some of his investments. He said yesterday that the council keeps making it more difficult to get into the central city. He will stop a development planned for the old Holiday Insight, which he already has an international tenant lined up for, and he will downside the international hotel he plans to build next to the convention centre. I hope these councillors were listening because he, he told them yesterday that he'd recently taken an investor from the UK to a site near the convention centre and asked if um, they wanted to put a hotel there. But after hearing what had been planned for Gloucester Street, the investor said, why would I? Now, the thing to remember about investors and property developers is generally it's not a philanthropic exercise, is it? You know, Philip Carter doesn't do what he does for love. He does it for money. So, of course, he's going to bang the table if he thinks the bureaucrats at the council are getting in the way of his money making. But like I said right at the start, we are kidding ourselves if we think the ongoing revival of our city is going to come from public investment. No, 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 no. It's people like Philip Carter and Sean Stockman and all the other developers, the people who actually do the doing, who have been so important for the city's recovery and who are so important for its future, which is why I hope those councillors yesterday were listening. Yeah, we've seen this before, the people with the money making noise to get their way, but at the same time, these people with the money could have quite easily gone elsewhere after the earthquakes. Many did. They're not these guys, Carter, Stockman, Goff, you, you name them. 
They invested in our future, and because of that, they need to be listened to and respected. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.